Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 42. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur that's ready to achieve six or seven figure success in your business? Join my absolutely free business building workshop today. Text the word profit class to 44222. That's profit class to 44222 to get your link to join my free business building workshop today. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am so excited to have our featured guest today, Sean Murphy, with me. Welcome to the show, Sean. Oh, hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for inviting me on. You got it. Now, Sean Murphy is a radio presenter. She's a facilitation speaker. She's a digital marketing trainer, a practitioner, and she specializes in helping individuals to get your business off the kitchen table using the tools of the internet. And that's really what we're going to focus in on today. She speaks about online marketing for universities, business schools, local government, chambers of commerce, and major corporate services providers to the marketing industry. And Sean is building online brands for emerging television and sports personalities. She also helps small businesses to create and send fabulous looking newsletters, branded emails, surveys, vouchers, and all sorts of goodies designed to wow their clients and prospects. So welcome to the show, Sean. Thank you. All right. So let's dive into this topic of getting your business off the kitchen table and up and running. So first, talk to me about your big why. How did you get into this? And and why is this a, a topic that you're so passionate about? How did I get into it? That, so that's a bit of an odd one. Would you like a little bit of my backstory? Sure. Great. Okay. I spent... Over 20 years in local government and I reached the point where I couldn't I really couldn't stand it anymore it was it wasn't me it was very regimented and it it just didn't fit with me rather than perhaps approaching somebody like yourself and getting a plan in place to actually move out I just woke up one morning and just said I can't do this anymore and I handed my notice in and that was it what I also did was I persuaded my husband to hand his notice in as well as a project manager. So we ended up in a situation where we were starting our own business. We had already got experience with internet, with online marketing. It was something that we just, I don't know, found absolutely fascinating. It's something you never stop learning. When you start doing internet and online marketing, it's forever moving forward. So you always get the opportunity to learn more. And we loved it. So we, we left our jobs. We had no savings. We had no income. And two weeks after we left, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, mm-hmm. which really sort of knocked us for six, as I'm, as I'm sure you can imagine. But what it did do is it forced us to sort of take stock of where we were going and where we were heading. And really where we were heading at the time was, was to become corporate ourselves. And we, so we mm-hmm. were, what we were doing was creating basically what we'd run away from. Mm-hmm. And so fortunately, and it sounds really odd when people, you know, when I say to people, I was actually really quite fortunate that I got breast cancer. This is something I, I looking back now, I wouldn't change it because it knocked us off our path and forced us to do what we love doing. Mm-hmm. And it also, um, it, it took me a while to get here, but it also sort of, it made me find what my, my passion is. It forced me to get my business off the kitchen table um, and also to help others do the same. Beautiful. Uh, and the, the internet um, 
when we first started, the internet was really sort of quite big, bad and scary. And, you know, everybody wanted to go and get a website and everybody thought that they needed to spend quite a lot of money getting a website. And when I actually started delving into it a little bit more and sort of seeing what was out there, I realised that actually the, the internet and what it offers us as, as individuals, just simple people trying to run a business, it levelled the playing field. And what it means is it has given us a route to compete directly with big business. And in fact, the way that the world is now with how social we are, with how we want to know what other people are doing, what other people are buying, um, what it looks like, what it feels like. We want, we want to interact with other people. In actual fact, we're almost at the point where as a small business, as an individual, we sort of taken over, we have the advantage. And for, for me, it's about showing people how they can use what I call the tools of the internet. So I, I like to distinguish very early on when I'm when I'm working with a group of people. Um, everybody's sort of social media is the buzzword now. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm, it's absolutely. all about it's all about social media. Social media marketing is generally what I get. How can I use social media to market my business? And I, if if somebody's new in business, I sort of I go whoa, you know, stop right there. I want you to think about the difference between the tools of social media and the internet and social media marketing, because they're very, very different. And when you're starting off and your business is still on the kitchen table, the tools of social media give you the ability to have a website, if you like, to have a platform where you can send people to. You can use your LinkedIn profile, a LinkedIn page, a Facebook page as, um, as, as your online presence without necessarily having a website. Mm-hmm. You can sell, you, I, I work with Constant Contact, you can sell your products online directly. You have sales pages, you almost have sort of little e-commerce stuff going, just using the tools of social media and the internet. And very early on, I like to distinguish between those two things. And that's exactly what, what the internet has enabled us to do, is for you to sit there and for free with very little training, come up with a platform that you can go and sell your stuff from, be that something that you've made yourself. Um, it could be art, a craft. It could be that you're a coach. It could be that you're a professional person. It doesn't really matter what it is. You're now able to showcase what you do and take the money very, very quickly, very, very simply with an investment of time. And I, I, think, that's, I think that's the key here. It's not, it's not always about an investment of, of time. You invest with time or money. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. the in, and the internet allows us to invest our time if we are time rich and money poor. And mm-hmm. very often people starting off their businesses are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a couple of big things that I'd like to circle back on. And the first one is, um, you know, something that I speak about a lot and, and talk about and do a lot of coaching on is pricing and, you know, how important it is to yeah. really, really price um, in, in the top tier. I always like to see people in the 75th percentile and and how that impacts yeah. your, your lifestyle and your ability to grow your business. And the key thing that I heard you say that I want to circle back to there 
is that the internet has leveled the playing field. And I absolutely could not agree more. You know, in in one aspect, people are, you know, so um, hesitant sometimes to really boldly proclaim who they are and what they want to do and sell themselves because they feel like I'm new or I'm just getting started or I don't have as big of a brand as these other companies. When on the flip side, these big companies are actually now bringing in consultants and hiring entrepreneurs to work for them because they are dinosaurs that are looking to move yeah. at Puma speed like entrepreneurs, like small business owners, because it is that agility and it's that flexibility and it's that nuanced ability to customize to the client's need that is really competitive in this landscape. So I love that you said that and I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Very often I see people, and certainly when they're looking at pricing, what they're doing is they're making comparisons that aren't valid. You know, and you said something there. People start off and they think, you know, they, they haven't got anything. They have no experience. They ha- everybody has experience. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Everybody has a skill and a talent and experience that they're bringing to the table. The fact that they haven't been using it as part of their business as far as I'm concerned, is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It matters not a jot. You are still bringing your certain something in there and that deserves paying for. Oh, absolutely. And everyone used their past experience to then leverage the business that they now today grow and build. And if you are not comfortable utilizing your past experience to build your new business, then you're going to struggle to ever cross that bridge into building something of substance because you have to be confident in what you bring to the table from the get-go in order to get to that place. So I think that's a key point. Another big thing that you touched on that I wanted to circle back to there because I think you made a lot of really good points and I want to make sure no one missed any of the, the the real big keys there was, you know, you talked about people being concerned about a website and people, you know, struggling in the beginning. A lot of times they have time, but they don't have money. And, you know, I think myself and, and a lot of other entrepreneurs, very successful ones, would agree that one of the only things that they would probably go back and change in their business is, number one, how soon they started, and number two, how perfect they thought things had to be before they got out there and really marketed hot and heavy and, and really Absolutely. focused on growing. So I love that you said that because, you know, n- now today with your Facebook page and your LinkedIn profile, you don't even need a website. Really, all you need are those killer landing pages, whether it's a sales page or whether it's for yep. your free offers and, and you're in business, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And you can get these really quickly and cheaply. Um, we specialize in WordPress. Um, but in actual fact, WordPress is very often it's a little more complicated than people think it is. Um, there are sometimes security issues with it um, and sometimes the management behind it. But there are so many other platforms out there where you can go and get yourself a very simple one page website. Um, a platform we recommend is Duda. You can get something for, for free on, on Duda, um, but you're looking at $9, $10 a month to get something really professional. You don't have to go mad. One, two pages is very often all that you need. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. So let's circle back for a minute, Sean, to the tools of the internet and getting off your kitchen table. I, I just love this theme. Um, you know, there's so many people that have had a business idea for years and years, or they've kind of had one toe dipped in the water with their business for quite a while, and they just seem to struggle to actually gain that traction to turn it into something that can support their family. Give us your top three to five tips to make that transition. You know, what are the focus areas that, that you suggest for that kind of newbie that is struggling to make that transition? 
Oh, um, they've got to have a plan. Okay, they've got to have a plan. Um, and it doesn't have to be a very complicated plan. Okay, I think very often when, when business people or when people are starting off in business, they go and they, they type into Google things like business plan and they'll get up something really quite complicated and it doesn't have to be that complicated. You need, if, if you're going out there in your marketing, um, and for me, all of these things go hand in hand. Turn, you know, if you've got a product or you've got something that you're making or you're a consultant of a particular type, you're offering a particular service, there are three things that you need to know. You need to know, basically, who are you going to be having a conversation with? Yep. So basically, who is your target market? Mm-hmm. Um, once you know that... And when I say who is your target market, I'm talking about in real serious detail here. I'm not just talking about the the demographics that we used to all come across perhaps as marketers, but I'm talking about the psychographics. What is the person's problem? What are you solving? Where do they go shopping? What magazines do they read? Where do they hang out on social media? How many kids have they got? Um, Once you know this, you not only do you know where they are and you're going to find them both online and offline, but you know what their issues are. Right. And you know what problem you're going to solve. Exactly. And knowing what problem you're going to solve. And it, it doesn't matter what you're doing here. You can be trying to change the world or you can be putting flowers on flip flops um, to sell to people. Once you know what problem you're solving or what aspiration you're filling, you can then have a conversation with people. I think the other thing is to focus on one particular thing, and I'm terrible at this, absolutely terrible. Um, And if you're a creator, which I am, you never finish anything. And that is a real killer for business. So it's decide what you're going to do, do your research and finish it before you move on to the next thing. Perfect. I love okay. that. Yeah. And can I just I want to I want to touch on that um, just in, in a little bit more detail, you know, yeah. because I coach, you know, entrepreneurs from startup through multimillion dollar companies. And the things that you're touching on here, Sean, are so perfectly kind of um, they're, they're so perfectly encapsulating the struggles that I see new entrepreneurs facing. And I want to I want to just pause there for a quick second, because, you know, I think that with the Internet and with Facebook and with, you know, new social media platforms coming out every day, people feel pressured to be yeah. everywhere and to be everything to everyone. And one of the biggest reasons why I see entrepreneurs struggling to grow is that they have their hands in 20 different things and they're not doing any of them well. They don't have a system. They don't have an automated process. They're isn't a structure to it. It's not being measured and tracked and it's not being brought full circle to be monetized. So I love what you said there because that's exactly what I see with the people that I coach and and the new clients that come to me. It's like, listen, you know, let's monetize this. Let's get a system. Let's get a process. Let's automate it. And then let's let's monetize it before you start on the next thing. And I think that's one of the biggest problems that, that entrepreneurs face today. I think I think the other thing is very often striving for perfection. And this is something that I see when people are coming to me for websites um, and various other bits and pieces to sort of get them going is is they're aiming for for perfection and they're not going to get it. Nobody is ever going to be 100 percent happy with their website or in fact anything that they have along those lines. So So true. And it's a case of it's a case of, you know, you, you have to get it going. You don't have to get it right because it ain't never going to be 100% as you want it. But you do have to get it out there because if you don't, ain't nothing going to happen. 
Oh, it's so true. That is such a great point. I mean, I, I think that, um, and we've all gone through this. I'm sure you've oh, done yes. this with your oh, business. Yeah. I've done this so many times with my business. And then you look back and you say, I spent an extra week on this. I spent an extra three weeks on that. I spent an extra month. And did it really matter? No. You know, no, it's not. right. It, it's about getting it done, getting into action and focusing on the things that are going to monetize and produce profits in the business. And I, I think sometimes people that they will use things like this to procrastinate mm -hmm. because basically once the website's done and I see this as a web developer and you, you, you can see it with people. So you haven't sent that content through. No. And they, so they haven't sent that through and then they haven't done this and then they don't like that. And then they don't right. like the other thing. Um, and now I'm really good at setting up my clients. and I know who I'm going to work with and I know who I'm not going to work with because mm -hmm. I've, I've got experienced at it. Um, you know, the person who's been through 15 web developers um, and nobody's ever done a good job. Right. Yes. Don't you really love those? Yes. And that nobody has ever done a good yes. job is that they don't want the job done. Yes. Because as soon as that job is finished and they've got the business cards and they've got this and they've got the branding, they've got the website and everything's, you know, they've got the signs on the van. Now they're going to actually have to go out and do the difficult stuff. In other words, they're going to have to sell, sell. it. Sell. And they may find that people say no. So they're going to have to face rejection. Yes. So, um, you know, when you're looking to get this stuff out there, just beware. I, am I procrastinating? Am I spending longer on this than I actually need to? Am I finding yet one more thing that needs to be done before I can start selling my stuff? Perfect. Perfectly said, Sean. And I, and I love that for everyone that's listening today because, you know, it really is about self-reflection and it's asking yourself, how am I standing in the way of my own success? You know, and am I trying to look at external things outside of myself and say that that's the reason why I'm not growing? That's the reason why I'm not monetizing? Or are you actually owning it and getting into action? And it's exactly what you said. You know, once you check those other things off the list, the only thing left to do is to get out there and sell your services. Yep. And, you know, I, I one of the things I work on with entrepreneurs a lot is overcoming the fear to follow yeah. up and overcoming the fear to sell themselves and to be bold and to really proclaim their message. And I, I love what you said there about, you know, is it the perfection that you're creating and chasing um, that is standing in the way of growing your business? And, and I think for a lot of people, if they were really honest, they would say yes. I think I think another another common thing, which is sort of similar um, on, on a similar theme, is very often I'll have people saying to me, "Oh, well, I've, I've done something. I've created something. I've done this website, whatever it is. I've created a product, and so and so doesn't like it." And I say, "Well, good, because mm -hmm. that's not your client, right? Right? That's not that. That mm -hmm. isn't going to be your client. And in fact, you want somebody to absolutely look at your branding, look at your stuff, and go." oh, that's terrible. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. And in fact, I couldn't bear to work with that person. I, I just love the sort of the polarity mm -hmm. of, of marketing because if somebody absolutely hates your stuff, look at Apple, for instance. There are people who loathe the Apple brand, mm -hmm. absolutely loathe it. And do they care? Of course they don't. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're thrilled to bits because for every person that, that has that real extreme reaction to their brand, there are another hundred who think they're exactly. wonderful. Exactly. Who think they're wonderful. And so, you know, you can't try and please everybody. And I think new people who are starting out um, with what they're doing and what they're putting out on social media, I'm not talking about being controversial or, or rude or anything like that, but you cannot please everybody. There are just some people who are, who are not going to like what you do. Right. Um, and that's okay. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that's okay. Going for the people who love you. Um, and if, if people really can't stand you, go yippee, because it means that you actually have a proper identity. There's nothing worse than being wishy-washy and nice in the middle. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And and I want to circle back on something. You know, I had Peter Voog on the show recently and, you know, him and I were having a discussion around, you know, people when they see your name or hear your company should immediately have absolute clarity on who you are, what you do, how you can help them. Yes. And one of the biggest struggles I see with with entrepreneurs that are trying to really gain that momentum and traction in their business is that they're always retweaking their their title. They're changing their their logo. They're changing their tagline. They're changing their website. They're changing their products. They're changing their programs. It's focused on a different theme every other day. People don't even know what to expect from you. They don't understand who you are and what you do because you're so wishy washy, always changing what you're doing that they don't have a home base. You're not the go-to expert for anything. You're the jack of trades for everything. So, you know, I think one of the things that really comes to mind for me as you're sharing these tips, um, Sean, is, you know, also being absolutely clear on who you want to be in the market and surveying and ensuring that you are providing products and services that there's a market demand for and that people are willing to pay for and then following through on it and being strong and clear and focused over and over and over again, sharing the same message so that people can get to know, like, and trust you. Because when you're constantly changing and rearranging what you're doing, your focus, your title, your company name, your brand, people, they they can't grow an attachment to you. And therefore, they don't trust you. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they have a relationship with you, right? Absolutely. And I think that's where somebody like you comes in, because it's so difficult when you're sat inside your own self, inside your own place to to see that and to maintain that sort of um, that that direction. Um, And it's working with somebody else, I think, that gives you that I mean one one thing that was sort of said about me for, for quite some time is I'm really good oh she's ever so nice really really honest um she'll tell you exactly what you need to know da, 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 but they didn't know what I was selling they didn't know they wanted to buy something but they didn't quite know what it was or right. how much it was going to cost um they just knew that I was honest and direct yes um, well, well that's lovely <laughs> that's you know that's fantastic I, I'd, I'd love to be I you know I love it that people know that I'm honest and direct and you know and all of that but I also need to sell stuff right um, yeah exactly so, so sometimes you need somebody from outside to actually sort of you know dip a finger really into who you are and pull that out Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I always have a coach. I'm always in a mastermind program and I have all of my employees and contractors in specialized programs for whatever focus area they're in in the business, whether it's for LinkedIn or whether it's for, you know, something around list building or marketing or Facebook or whatever the case, because, you know, there are people out there that can give you a formula to follow and a system. You know, uh, you know, I focus on business growth strategy. I give people a system and a process to follow to build their business close more clients, raise their prices and, and scale their business. And, and you know, you obviously help people with WordPress and with, you know, getting their business automated as far as social media and, you know, getting all yeah. those online assets, those tools working for them so that they can, you know, get off the kitchen table and, and get their business growing. But yeah, so I think, you know, getting that outside eye is, is always a critical part of the journey. And also because you're so in it that you can't even yeah, you, see you, it anymore. You, you, you can't. And I would say get that early on. Yes. You know, get that early on. Um, and 
just get that person in place, decide. And, and it, you know, ideally you're going to go to somebody who doesn't know you. Yeah. I totally as well. So agree. You, yeah. you have to you have to know, like and trust them. So you have to have them to that extent. But don't use your mum. Mm-hmm. Don't use your, don't use your best friend because they have agendas that are different. Exactly. You, I you, couldn't you, agree more. And you don't know what their agenda is. They may not want to hurt you. They may not want to see you fail. They may be scared that you're setting up a business or changing your direction and worried about what's going to happen and how you, they're going to still fit into your life. So don't pick somebody that you know. Pick somebody who knows what they're doing, um, you know, who, who's, who's got experience in, in helping businesses and use them. Just yeah. pick, pick, pick them. Their brains and be prepared to invest because I, these these people you you know you you don't come cheap. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And and I feel that way about every area of your business. You know, you get what you pay for, right? So you know, I always tend to invest at a at a high level in my business for the best resources, the best people to work with, the best programs to be in. And I do that because I want to do it right the first time. I want to teach yeah. my team systems. I want to have automation in place. I want to you know be able to do something now that's going to produce results for years and years. I'm sure you make decisions that way in your business as well. But it's very tough to make those decisions early on. It is really, really tough. I remember I hired my first virtual assistant before I had my first paying client. And that was very, very difficult. But I remember I committed to myself and, and I tell all of my clients this too, when they go to make their first hire, I said, I I committed to myself that for every hour I paid the virtual assistant, I would only be focused on doing profit producing activities for the business because I knew that my time was worth, you know, several hundred dollars an hour, at least at that time. And, you know, I knew that I could get a virtual assistant for maybe $40 an hour. And so, you know, as long as you commit to taking that time and then utilizing it for profit producing activities, you will net a gain, even if it looks like it's an expense, but it's all and how you manage the process, I think. Absolutely. And one of the things that you've, you've just touched on there is something that I am always saying to people, which is, you know, you, you don't have to charge by the hour or you don't have to tell people what an hourly rate is, but you do have to know what your time is worth on an hourly basis. Otherwise, you can't make a decision about whether to clean the toilets yourself or get yeah. somebody else to clean them for you. Couldn't agree more. So, Absolutely. you know, it's about understanding your value your, um, and how much your time is worth and then making a decision around that and planning your time around it because you can't spend absolutely every hour that you're working in your business is not going to be um, money coming in time. Right, it's, it's, right. You know, it's the planning stuff. It's it's everything else that goes around it. And that's something I'll I'll really challenge everyone that's listening today to go back and do. And I do this with my clients as well. And that is, you know, use the 80-20 rule. You know, chances are 80% of your income is going to come from 20% of your yeah. efforts. And only 20% of your hours are actually going to be dedicated to true profit-producing activities where it's, you know, you know you're netting X amount of dollars yeah. for this time that you're spending. So look at what you want to be making per, you know, per week or per month or annually in your business. And then look at 20% of the working hours that are dedicated to your business and determine what you would need to be making on an hour by hour basis in order to net the level of income that you want. Because you, you made a lot of comments, Sean, today, which I thought were excellent around making sure that you're doing it from the beginning and making sure that you're doing it from the start. And what I'll say is a big mistake that I see a lot of entrepreneurs making and then trying to go back and backpedal and correct later when it's very difficult to do is 
they underprice so much because they're thinking, oh, you know, if I work 40 hours a week and I make X amount per hour, it doesn't work like that when you're running your own business. You know, only a handful of your working hours are going to be profit producing hours. And that's why you have to look at leverage scalable activities in your business, because otherwise you're never going to be able to grow your income to the level that you want to be at working a reasonable amount of hours on a week by week basis. Absolutely. I mean, I when I'm I'm teaching, I tell people, you know, how many hours do you want to work a week? Okay, now divide it by three. And Mm -hmm. and the third is going to be the income generating hours. So that is the time that you will actually be earning money. Yeah, that that's a perfect. How much how much do you want to bring in a week? Okay, or a month? Okay, now let's how many hours you're going to work right now? Let's divide that by three, because that's the the notional hourly rate that you need to that you need to be working to. I mean, sure, it it improves, you know, systems come in place. um, And and that sort of two thirds to a third, it starts to balance out, you know, you start implementing some passive income, um, you know, building some of that in, which is something I'm always so keen on for everybody. Absolutely. Um, Experts, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, experts in their field, develop that passive income. You know, everybody yeah. can do it. Using everybody can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and another exercise that I'll throw out there um, just as we get to the close here is, you know, a lot of people look at passive income and, and it is work to create passive income. It is yeah. work. And there's yes. a lot of misconceptions around it. And a lot of times people try it and they start it and they don't see that huge $50,000, you know, month that they want to have. Talks, yes. Right. <laughs> and they think, oh, this doesn't work for me. I can't do this. It's a myth, blah, blah, blah. And that's not true true. But the way that I tell people is look at it like this. If you have a plan and you want to retire on the beach 10 years from now or 15 years from now, look at it like this. If you grow your passive income by $100 a month, just $100 a month, and you build that compound snowball over the next 10 years, of passive income, Mm. where will that put you? And so it's not about a big one-time hit. It's about building a compounding, growing snowball of how much you have coming in each month that is passive in your business, Mm. and then looking at how you can take that and and build that to the level that you want to be at. I love that. And I, and I think that sort of uh, sort of hits on something else that the Internet is perhaps a little bit of a downside of the Internet is that it raises our expectations. If you just look at it as it is, what the, some of the stuff that comes in, it raises our expectations about what can be earned, how quickly and the amount of effort that has to go right. into it. Right. And also that, pe- you know, what we tend to see, the people publicize their 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 highs don't they their the you know the the, the star results that they get mm-hmm. they they don't talk about well actually I ran an event and no bugger turned you know nobody turned up mm-hmm. um, they don't go and tell everybody about that so what we're looking at is all of the highs of everybody's um, new business we're not looking at uh, what the struggle that they had to get there and so it's about sifting through all of that. I I couldn't agree more. And I I talk about it all the time. And I say, you know, every overnight success is 15 years in the making. (laughs) And you're looking at someone's chapter 20, and you're comparing it to your chapter one, and you just need to stop. And I think the best way to overcome that, because everyone struggles with that, it's in your face all day, every day, you have to study and read people's biographies and listen to their story and follow their career. And you will quickly learn that they were exactly 
exactly where you are today. And it's that persistence and putting one foot in front of the other and staying the course and always trying new things and continuing to learn and asking for help and getting mentors and and investing in yourself and your business. That's how you get to that huge success that, you know, you want to one day be and you will as long as you keep moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, um, Sean, you have been an incredible guest today. You've been so generous with everything that you shared. Is there any final note that you want to leave guests with as far as your um, guidance around getting off the kitchen table and running, you know, with a profitable business? Well, in, in actual fact, I'm going to sort of skew away a bit. Um, and there are two tools that I recommend for businesses um, because so, so often when people get started up, one of the things that they have real trouble with is logos and graphics and going and having graphic designers and all that sort of thing can really be quite expensive. Also, getting your graphics done, it's, it's, a, sort of, it's a bit of a movable feast and you don't have to spend a fortune. So I generally send people to a tool now called canva.com mm-hmm. where it will help you with your branding create all of those images that you need for social media it will let you edit everything and basically start to look like a pro straight off with things like facebook page your profiles all of that sort of thing it, it's an absolute whiz of a tool and it's free another free tool that i always recommend for businesses is hubspot sales which is a crm which again is totally free and it's unlimited and basically it will get you organizing your clients your contacts your partners everybody else that you need to keep track of basically so that you can keep that consistency going and get yourself organized Fantastic. Those are both great recommendations. Thank you so much, Sean. I know we use Canva in my business every single day. So thank you for that. And um, Sean, there's probably some people listening today that may want to get in touch with you, learn a little bit more about your services, how you might be able to help them. Um, Where is the best place for people to connect with you? My hub, if you like, because I do do quite a lot of stuff. Far too much, Kelly. I'm sure you'd slap. If they go to my, my main website, which is seanmurphy.com, so that's S-I-A-N, Sean Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y.com, and they can see everything that I do there. Fantastic. Thanks again, Sean, for being a fantastic guest with me here today. So I want to thank everyone for being with me for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you enjoyed the show today, I would be so grateful if you would share this podcast with someone you feel could benefit from the powerful content we share here. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And one more thing before you go, are you looking to build a profitable online business, simply text the word profit class. That's one word profit class to 44222 to get on the short list for my new absolutely free training to give you everything you need to get going and growing. Use the phone you're probably listening to this podcast on right now and text the word profit class to 44222. 222 to get started today. Thanks so much, everyone, for being with us. And until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Six and seven figure business success doesn't happen by chance, it happens by design. Learn the secrets to catapult growth in your business while leveraging your time. Simply text the word profit class to 44222. That's all one word, profit class to 44222 to get access to my absolutely free business building workshop today.